completely forgot what y'all been up to <laughs> what, what you been up to rebecca um shoot all the things all the things i feel like it's been like a year it feels like three yeah but know. we've had a lot going on we've had it's like covid then like 21 that's it like that's covid then 30 yeah like. but 30 doesn't even start yet i think 30 starts next year yeah, I can't. I can't even, like, think that we're 30. Yeah. Oh, shit. We're 30. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, I feel like I didn't even have, like, a big party. I planned a big trip. I was supposed to go to Kenya. I didn't do anything. You were? Yeah. I was going to go with my friend, oh. Pooja. Yeah. She she lives there part-time. But, yeah, I didn't even get an opportunity to go anywhere. Yeah. So, yeah, this year is definitely a redo. Yeah. So, we're going to redo this. We're going to run it back. Yes. But first, we have to talk about where we've been. Yes. You start. Okay. So, I don't remember when we left, but I know since then, I bought my house, you guys. That I've been talking about. So, we're definitely going to go over the process because it was a lot and a lot of stuff I didn't know. But just about like buying in general, buying and kind of like it's like, boom, I got my house. But then it's like, who's putting all the furniture in there? Right. And then all the other responsibilities. I remember when it snowed, you had to like have shoveled snow off. your Yeah. Roof. I remember when I um and also when I was in Belize, we had that like 17 inches of snow or whatever. Yeah. And I'm there like, who's going to do that? Right. And, you know, we live in Evanston, this the fucking city. um finds you if you don't shovel within 24 hours oh yeah that's crazy so it's like even finding people to do everything for you it's just a lot and honestly it's your best bet to just shovel it immediately because if you don't it's just like a hassle to get it you know but who gonna shovel it yeah child you better find some um kids running around the block they don't do that no more (laughs) i was on social media and this dude was talking about i think it was like a dj or something was talking about how he said he would pay these kids 50 dollars to shovel his grandparents walkway and the kids were like no i'm going to play Fortnite." that's hilarious because these kids are too spoiled and they got money they ain't worried about that yeah and even if they don't they have phones or whatever tiktok they're not doing it it's crazy yeah so megan got a new house we're actually in it it's lit it's so beautiful yes i'm so happy it was it's on a double lot so that's why i'm complaining about the snow because it's literally two houses and um yeah i love it it's five bedrooms but we made it six for some reason we changed the room into a a bedroom so yeah it's there's a lot of work i want to do to it but it's I love it, and it is my dream home, so I'm happy. Big purr. Like, that is, like, married 10 years. Have your kid. You have your home. You have your job. What more could you ask for? Honestly, we going to get into it. (laughs) Let's get into it. But what's going on with you? Where you been? Nothing. Uh, Yeah, I think the last time we were here, we were talking about moving and Mm -hmm. starting new things, and Mm -hmm. I definitely moved. I love my new place. Um, I have a sick view. It's super cute. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then the amenities of my building are just amazing. You guys came over. Yeah, it's honestly, I want to move in. Yeah, I know. It's like everyone who comes over is like, yeah, I'm moving in. <laughs> it's like the rooftop. Um, you have the pool. You have like a little area. The to gym. Play. The gym is sick. Like, I'm wondering there. why I'm paying almost $40 a month when you get that sh- for free. Yeah, come over, girl. I only work out at certain times because there's so many like young people so it's kind of Mm -hmm. you know tricky in terms of with this all this covid stuff if you really want to be in the gym but yeah i try to like work out at odd hours or not at all right (laughs) sucks yeah but yeah it's just so much and i just love it because i feel like you know i'm amongst other people it keeps me very like i don't know like inspired to want to work harder because yeah i just everyone's like lawyers doctors in my building so it's like and it's so you everything is so like pretty and shiny and new and it's yeah. just like everything yeah it's the building's only a year old yeah it's crazy yeah i absolutely love it i hopefully want to upgrade to a bigger unit soon if not into my dream home but i would want to leave. leave it would be yeah, really hard, hard to, leave. to leave girl don't come over here i and know, do right? everything oh, yourself gosh <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't ready no <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, hey, I didn't have no quarantine, baby, so I guess I'm good, child. Child, me neither, so hey. Hey, but at least you would have been prepared for one, child. I don't know what I would have <laughs> did. <laughs> mm. But yeah, so with us moving, it was a lot. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even coming off the pandemic, it was just so stressful and getting back into the swing of going to work. Like for me, I'm now going to work back full time and I can't handle it. Like why? Why are we doing well, this? Well, so my question for you is cuz you are also in the real estate industry. Yeah. What advice would you give someone our age who's going to buy a home? Like how much money should you put aside or like what things should they prepare for? Um, I think it all depends on what how much you want to pay long term because mm-hmm. my biggest advice is don't set yourself up in a position to be house poor you don't yeah. want to buy your house and then not have any money to furnish it or go out or do the things that you were doing right you want to kind of pay a little less right yeah so buy something that's maybe not that much so you can still maintain your life and do the things that you wanted to do. Yeah. For me personally, I look at it more as like investment, especially since I'm like young mm-hmm. and with no kids or mm-hmm. no husband. I would probably buy like maybe a duplex and live in the basement and then rent out the two units. That's the smartest thing because then you have those other people paying for your mortgage. Mm, yeah exactly and that would be the goal for me because child i don't want no bills i paid my car off last year oh my god that's amazing yeah i'm trying to get debt free by the end of the year yeah so yeah definitely i would also say when it comes time for getting pre-approved you don't want to sit down and go face to face with the lender as much as we don't want to believe it people are still racist yeah it's hard to say and they do give black people higher rates oh my god let me tell you so one of my friends Mm -hmm. we were talking and he was supposed to buy a place right Mm -hmm. and um he lives there he's renting there Mm -hmm. and the seller did not want to like get get everything approved like it was crazy he's he now he's out of it like he had a contract with the guy and everything and then something happened with the lender or something they wouldn't finance it and literally he has the job he has the funds he has the savings he has everything to buy it he had his earnest money everything like he he was overqualified yeah it's really really and the building didn't want to really sell it 
the him the unit yeah that's why we're in the perfect time where you can literally do everything online so mm-hmm. i would suggest doing that because there's so many biases and people just feel different ways by seeing you yeah. so the more you can do online the better yeah another tip i have also is um Let's say you get pre-approved and your interest rate is higher. A lot of lenders don't tell you, but you could pay for points, which means pay for a lower interest rate. Mm. So, and that can save you so much money long term. Yeah. So, so how much are we paying? Like, like so it depends on what you want it to go down to. Mm-hmm. So, let's say you have you got pre-approved for two point eight five and you want to go down to a two point seven five. That could be like a hundred bucks. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah that's and if you want to go down more, it could be, you know, like a 1000 But it's all, remember, you're paying for this for about 30 years. So Oof. that little bit of money up front can save you so much over the term of a mortgage. Mm. So that's another tip. And my last one would be uh, get in where you fit in. Mm-hmm. We saw so many houses, and actually every house that we liked and we wanted, we got like we we um they agreed we were under contract in every house that we liked and it came down to like um us doing the um inspections and things like that where we decided to walk away but i realized that the last house which is this one the seller gave us everything and more that we wanted like anything that we were like uh, would you mind getting a plumber in here just to make sure that anything? And she's like, sure. Oh, would you mind making sure we never, like, I hate bugs. So it's like, can you get pest control to do, like, a year um, to make sure that if we see any bugs, they'll just come for free? Sure. Like, Does she, she know you guys are black? The thing is, the day she met us. Was she black? She was black. Oh. And she met us. We got in here the day it went on the market. And there was like three other offers. Mm -hmm. And because she saw us when we sat down, had a conversation with her, she was like, we want you guys. Oh, I love that. And she went above and beyond. She paid our closing costs for us. She Mm -hmm. like did everything so that we can get the house. And it's she's just been so amazing. She left like stuff for like wine and all this stuff when we moved. Did you guys stay in contact at all? Like email or something? Um, I lost her number. Of course, <laughs> we did Megan exchange numbers. Number. <laughs> we exchanged numbers at the closing because again, she was so sweet and like we were in separate rooms and everything because they don't want you guys together. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Can I talk to them?" Oh. And she came and we sat down. She was like, "I hope you're as happy in this house as I've been." Oh. And like, does she have kids or anything? Does she just outgrow it? She yeah, she's had this house for over thirty years. Wow, that's a hard. And sell. she raised like I think six kids in this house, Gosh. and you know like her husband had passed away and she just couldn't walk up and down the stairs anymore and so Mm -hmm. she had to leave but this was like she loved this home and she just wanted us because she when she met us she knew that we would love it as much as she did wow sorry y'all if i'm smacking over here i'm over here drinking this (laughs) wine but yeah it was really good so i would suggest everyone take your time and don't try to get into something where you have to try to make it work. Yeah. And that's with anything in life, like dating, like all of that. Like, I feel like if it's rejecting you, just stay away. I had to, that was, I think one of the toughest lessons I learned during COVID was like, man, when something is for me, it's just going to flow so easily. Yeah. And when I have to go against the grain to make shit work, like, but I find it's myself hard. finding more trouble. Yeah, but it's really hard because at the time you're like, I know this is for me. I've been working towards this. I want this. And it's hard to say, you know what? 
I need to walk away. Yeah, but honestly, our wants are full of shit, actually. Because when I look back at my life, and even people that I probably dated, I'm like, man, I want to be with him. God, please. So I'm looking mm-hmm. at him now like, oh, hell no. Well, like, hindsight's 2020. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Right. <laughs> right? So, yeah. It is hard. But going back to what you said earlier, I've actually been in a really interesting place mentally because of what you said. Like, I think about my life and it's like, you really want to be grateful for everything. And I do, you know, I have my husband, I have my house, I have my kid. And it seems on the outside that you have everything. It's like, oh my gosh, you should be in bliss, which I am. But I'm struggling with being content versus being complacent. Mm. And I wanted your advice because is it okay to be content or should you always be striving for something? You should always be striving for something like even like you should never get comfortable Mm -hmm. because then you just like you're going to get bored and you're going to find like you have no drive. You have like nothing to work towards. Mm -hmm. And I think when you get like that, you just get lazy. And so I guess it just depends on like what area of life we're talking about. But, like, for instance, like, career. Like, I think yeah, I'm always that's what trying I'm to about. change. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always trying to grow. And I'm always trying to push myself, you know, a little bit further. But then I also think it can be a personality thing as well. Yeah. And it's also, for me, I feel like I try to push myself a lot. But then I don't want to mi- – I feel like I miss moments a lot where it was like, oh, that was fun. But I was thinking about the next thing. Yeah. And so for me now, it's like, you know, I've had my job for a while. They love me there. I love my job. But it's just I feel like I need to shake stuff up. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's my personality where it's like you can't stay anywhere too long. You can't, you know, can't sit still or you feel like you're not growing or I don't know. In that situation, because I feel like you're in a good spot where you are. Mm -hmm. So I would just push the envelope and make them, you know, make me the even bigger boss Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. like, it's like make me the even bigger boss or I'm going to go where I'm appreciated or valued or whatever. Because honestly, like the amount of calls and emails you get when I'm around you, I'm like, okay, that's not a part of your job. And you just did it anyways with no sweat on your back with your eyes closed. Right. And that's the thing. And I put a lot on myself and I like to think that it's because I'm an Islander because all of my siblings are the same way mm-hmm. where you can be in any job, but like you work 10 times harder than anyone else. Yeah. And so they put more responsibility. Because they know you're going to do it. Right. She, when I used to work for people, I mean, naturally I was always like, I learned systems quickly and I was able to do stuff, but baby girl, I already know I'm working for somebody else. Right. So I'm not even going to do that. I think for you, if you don't want to, like, push the envelope at work, I feel like you should really step into your creative side outside of work. On it's your, just so scary. Girl, no. Because, I mean, maybe you're scared of just doing better than Failure. you're doing there. I'm afraid of that also. And I'm afraid of stepping outside my comfort zone. Yeah. I'm very comfortable behind the scenes. Yeah. I know that I'm capable of a million and one things. Really? And I'm so happy to help someone else grow their thing Mm -hmm. but when it comes to me and what I want it's like oh no like you can't like no (laughs) honestly I find that to be the story for a lot of black women which is kind of sad because 
even with like spending money, there's certain things like I was getting some dental procedures done over um, like a few months ago mm-hmm. and they were so expensive and mm-hmm. I'm still in the process right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, like, do I really want to spend this much money on me? And I'm like, what? Like I had to think about it. I'm like, I deserve. Yeah. And I feel like we've gone through so much as women, especially as black women that we don't sometimes I don't know about everybody else, but sometimes I don't even feel like I I deserve that. No, I completely or that agree. I'm like worthy of that. I'm like, well, that's kind of expensive. But now I'm trying to change my ways, you know, even though yeah. I'm, I'm flashy and I like expensive things and I like, but certain dollar amounts just like, I'm like, oh, wow, that's too much. Right. So I think even with careers sometimes or like elevating to certain levels, we're like, oh my God, like I can never do that or I shouldn't do that. Right. I don't want to be the forefront. But sometimes you got to pick up your drawers and be like, shit, I'm that, I'm that girl. Yeah, and I feel that way so many times when it's like, oh, I don't want to, let's say I had an opportunity to go downtown for work or whatever. I don't want to go downtown because of my son or I'm not doing this because of family life. And it's like, at what point do you prioritize yourself yeah. and say, I need this for me where I'm not being someone's mom or someone's wife or someone's sibling or friend or, you know, it's like, what does Megan want as an individual? Yeah. But then that's probably something you have to, to like rip apart for yourself. Yeah. That's what I'm doing now. Yeah. Saying like, Hmm, I need to choose myself in certain situations. Cause man, life is so short. Like, you know, you never want to like go without fully doing everything you were destined to do especially now that we just hit this new landmark of being 30 it's like i don't i want to make things count yeah i don't want to look back when i'm 40 and be like what did i do with my 30s i should have done x y and z right but one thing i can say man i'm already loving 30s way more than 20s really yes I mean, the bills could have stayed where they at. But, yeah, please. Um, <clears throat> I just love the security, the sense of, like, purpose. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm really finding myself in my 30s. Like, yeah. I feel like in my 20s, I was running around with, like, a chicken with my head cut off. Now I'm kind of, like, I'm more settled. I know more what I want, even though I still don't know everything. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm just in a better positioning. Yeah, I feel that way a little bit because especially after I hit 25, it was a rush to, I want to get all this done before I'm 30. And now it's like the pressure is off a little bit. Yeah. Sorry. I'm like, we out. made it. <laughs> Nigga, we made it. <laughs> is there anything you want to do in your 30s, like accomplish? Mm. I was going to try to make that 30, 30 list, but it's a little ugly. So I guess I got to <laughs> wait to the 41. Right. But, um, yeah. No, I feel like I think all my life I've always been like, oh, I want to do this and this and on timelines and stuff. Now I'm really just living like I'm just enjoying the moment. Yeah. I'm enjoying the process. I'm enjoying where I'm at because what I realize is even when you hit the goal, it's not as exciting as you thought you were going to be. No. Like you're like, oh, I hit the goal, but then it just lasts for a moment. Right. And then you're looking to the next thing. Yeah. So I'm like, man, I just got to start enjoying the process totally and I remember so many people have been saying that and I never really understood that but yeah you gotta just enjoy where you are right now and count your blessings and and also kind of glance back and say damn I still I'm still somewhere I wasn't right two years ago exactly or even if you look back at 10 years from now from 10 years ago and Mm -hmm. think about did you even imagine you'd be where you are no it's crazy but some things I have to say that I I've Everything that I like thought about or prayed about, 
has come to pass or is in the works. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you got to be very intentional about like your positioning and your intention and the people you hang around, the people you speak to. Right. Because it, it really it really does affect like what you're going to have. Yeah. And who you're going to become. And also not being too stringent on yourself saying, I need to do X, Y, and Z, because what's in store for you is way bigger than what you can even imagine. Exactly. I think we definitely, with these limiting beliefs and just kind of limiting ourselves. Yeah. So what else? So you moved. I moved big dog up to the big dog palace child on Bel Air. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And what else is going on? What else is new? Um, see i mean i've been like dating a little bit mm-hmm. i feel like yeah is there like one special person <laughs> never <that's your> eye? <laughs> never i feel like we're living in a time where you seriously have to multi-date because yep. guys are so weird like they're in this place i don't know what it is about but they're in this way of like if one thing is off for them they're done yeah that's it's so weird or like I don't know. They're just they're just so easily distracted. And especially if you're online, there's just too many options. Um, yeah, but the thing is, it's not real options. Yeah, yeah. you're scrolling <clears throat> through your feed and you're seeing people, but these people aren't seeing you. Yeah, so I don't know. It's just, oh, dating is so hard. That's the one part, like, I just don't have figured out. Yeah. But once again, I'm enjoying the process, having fun, going out for cocktails and Hanging out with girlfriends, meeting guys. And right. I am talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. He slid in the DM. Mm-hmm. Hey. Down in the DM. <laughs> that was kind of funny. But um, we've known each other. Mm-hmm. We just never, like, really, uh, yeah. I feel like those are always the best relationships yeah. because it starts as a friendship. Yeah, no, he's cool. So Yeah, so we'll see, guys. We'll service. keep you posted no, what goes won't. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, then you had your 10-year anniversary. We didn't even talk about that, I don't think. I did. Actually, I'm almost at my 11. That's crazy. Yeah, my 10-year anniversary, if you guys remember, we were supposed to renew our vows. And the day before our flight, Patrick got um, COVID. Did he really have COVID? I don't he think didn't. so. He really didn't. I think it was a false positive because he had no symptoms, um, no symptoms at all. Or asymptomatic. Yeah. There was nothing. He still doesn't have any, like, side effects or anything from it. But we had to cancel it. But, like I said, it was a blessing because we were going to spend thousands of dollars on that. And we just put it into the house and furniture and things like that. Yeah, everything has a way of working itself out. I mean, this COVID thing has been an absolute joke. Yeah. I can't believe we're still talking about this. I really wanted to go away. Yeah. But I mean, just some of the heart-wrenching stories that I've heard. I mean, I lost a friend through COVID. Like, yeah. it's just been like, wow, I'm praying for everybody who's maybe dealing with it or whatever because it's, it's not an easy process. And it's just like, it's such an uncertain zone. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, is it real? Or are they, like, pinning it to other things? Yeah. Because I have had friends. Like, my friend's mom passed away. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, and it's, it was so sad. And they told her that it was COVID. She had a private autopsy, and it was not. Wow. Can't believe that. So, I mean, I know that there are a lot of cases where they're just throwing COVID on there because mm. they need the numbers so they can get this stupid vaccine. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just a very gray area, and we're living in a really dark time. So, 
Yeah, and I feel like people need to realize that where we're all going through our own situations mm. and people need to be nicer because yeah. I feel like these days everyone has the worst patient. attitude. Oh, my God. It's just honestly horrible. The level of, like, ugh, like entitlement kills me. Oh, my God. So oh. this is a funny story, actually. So in my building, like, you know, you're only supposed to really ride with your family. Yeah. Or I think two to a cart. And then they did have that four to a cart, like, when the everything opened up. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's so funny to, like, make certain people, like, wait. I'm like, no, sorry. I'm riding alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm the black girl privilege over here. Okay. Like, And I mean, why even wait. ask? Like, I don't want to be in a car with you, so. Yeah. And it's crazy because it'd be the old people who want to jump on the uh, elevator with you. I'm right. like, your ass should be the last one trying to get on the elevator with some young partier. That's so true because I'm every in time chills, like, I come to mm-mm. your house, they're like, do you mind? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I mind. Because yeah. if your ass get COVID, don't be looking over her. And the one time I was like, no, come on. She took her mask off as soon as she got in the elevator. Yeah. I was like, really? Okay, but these masks are intense. So I was at Nordstrom <laughs> today. Girl, I had a whole episode. I almost died. Literally, I had an N95 mask on. Uh I had my wig on that's not sewed down. Uh I had my AirPods, the new edition one, so they don't fucking stay in your ear. Yeah. So, and I have this dress that's a jean dress that I'm wearing right now. And it's super short, y'all. Shut up. (laughs) It was hard to get over my head, so my fucking wig was wrapped around my neck. Oh, my My, like, N95 mask was suffocating me. My AirPods fell off. By the time Mm -mm. I took my dress off, the wig came off. I was just like, God. (laughs) So going y'all through it. going through i probably if i was white i would have turned blue because oh. i couldn't breathe <laughs> oh in this mask God. yeah the masks i still can't get used to them yeah. and people keep saying every time i'm like this is annoying people are like try this one try that one you have to get this one no I they're all annoying don't mind the regular ones i don't like the n95 ones those hurt the back of my ears yeah they do but oh i have some actually i made some for my company why yeah. don't i have that i know they're in my car i don't know that's dope um we have a letter okay let's get to it and it's a long letter Mm. but she needs some advice okay all right the subject is sos i dated this guy for three years and he left for the military in 2019 he came back for nine months and within those nine months we were together he left again and during this time it was march of quarantine Following that summer, he moved to Hawaii because that's where he was stationed. We fought a lot during that period of and then that period of time until he came home for two weeks in December. The last day he was in Chicago, we broke up because this summer he was going to be deployed to Japan and we thought that type of long distance would not work. January and February, we didn't really talk at all. And in March, we began talking more. But after a little while, it would end in us getting into it. And then we would stop talking. From April until now, we talk every day, and he initiates insane flirty conversations. He FaceTimes me every weekend consistently. Inconsistently or consistently? No, consistently. Uh Consistently. And she never calls him to or initiates conversations. But he always talks about their future, saying our kids, our dog, our house. And I'm going to skip a bunch of this, but her questions are, is she in too deep? She says, am I in too deep? What is he doing, and what our thoughts are about the whole thing? Well, first, she's young, right? I don't know. She didn't say her age. Okay. 
So you go first. What do you think? Um, I think this whole thing was all about him. It was yeah. like he's doing this, he's doing yeah. that, he's doing that. Yeah. But I don't do know you how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. So for the first question, am I in too deep? I don't know what you're in at all. It seems like he likes you more than you like him. Which is great. Girls thick with him if that's the case, child. I agree, but do you <laughs> like him at all? Yeah. <laughs> it seems like you're saying For you're three mean. years you have to like him. Yeah, but it seems like she's mad at our kids, our dog, our house. Well, I mean, he chose himself when he chose to go to the army or whatever. He didn't. Like, I think a lot of guys, what girls need to realize, especially when you're in that time of, like, maybe going to college or transitioning out of high school or whatever, or maybe even transitioning out of a job, wherever you are, I think guys are so good about just making a choice for them. Regardless right. if they're in a relationship of two years, three years, whatever, they're going to make a choice for them always, right? Shouldn't you? Wouldn't and, you? But, like, I feel like when they do that, when they talk to you, it's already done. It's not a, like a, hey, babe, what do you think about this? Should we do this? It's always what they're going to do. And then when we want to do something, it's always like, hey, babe, what do you think about this? And he's looking at you like, girl, if that's what you want to do, do it. Like, Yeah, because <laughs> that's just us being nurturers, I think. But it's important. If I don't have a ring on my finger, if I'm not married to you, then I don't need to consult you for my future decisions because you very well, well might not we be in my for? future. What are we dating for? But you should know, no. me being with you shouldn't stop me from progressing it in the shouldn't. things that I want to do. It shouldn't. But I'm saying, like, I'm not saying that. Okay, so what I'm saying is, if I'm dating someone for three years, mm -hmm. I feel like at least I would like to be a part of the conversation. Yeah. And know, like, oh, this is a possible thought. Because then what happens is it kind of gets you on your ass, like, oh, shit, like, he's getting ready to do something. I'm just sitting here, like, doing nothing. Or whatever, you know, or maybe our futures are not aligning, but that would be a great time to know. So that way I can move on and do my own thing. Because now, look, he's doing his own thing. She's wherever she is. They're clearly not in the same place. Right. And now they're still, like, holding on to something. And he might even be doing his own thing there. But, yeah, you know, as, you don't as know. women, we're not going to do anything else. <clears throat> yeah, so it's but like, that's on us, though. I feel like if you if he is gone for that amount of time, then we're done. Uh, yeah, I That's was going to say, you need to give each other the space to see if it's really worth coming back to. Yeah. Am I able to move on and find something better with someone else without feeling like, oh, what if he does this, that, and the third? Or without, yeah, just without ruining the chemistry and everything that you've built. Yeah, because I even think about my first boyfriend. Like, uh, I feel like if we were a little bit more mature, if we had a little bit more conversations about, like, what we wanted, mm -hmm. we probably could date again for real. But now it kind of feels like, mm. yeah, yeah. And you always think going back, if you were the person you are now, that a, a relationship could have worked. And many times they could have, mm -hmm. but it's because we're forgetting all of the bad. That's true. Yep. It's yep. something about that time you that you only remember a the lot good. of the good things. That's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. Your mind like kind of wipes away the bad stuff. Yep. And when but you go back, people, you're like, oh, yeah. Because I know some people who will only remember the bad stuff. I'm like, well, dang, don't you remember we well, did Well, that must have been a horrible ass person. <laughs> I know a lot of people like that. I'd be like, dang. Yeah. And her second question is, what is he doing? 
I have two theories. Mm-hmm. One is that he wants Stringing to keep you in his pocket. Yeah. yeah. He wants you to be there so he has something to fall back on. They always do. And then the thing is, is like those kind of guys are the ones who mess around and get somebody pregnant and then you be string hanging. Yep. Because you've been there putting your life on hold the whole time when they've been doing whatever they want to. Yeah. Girl, don't wait. <laughs> yeah. If he's supposed to be with you, he will be. I say, I say, let it go. Yeah, because I think with women, like, people don't want to, like, talk about it, but we are on a certain time clock. And I'm just even thinking about it now. I think my dad mentioned it, and I was like, I'm 30 now, so damn, if I had a kid today, and then in 30 years, I'd be 60, and my kid would be 30. That's old as fuck. I know. I think about that all the time when thinking about another kid. So, like, yeah, girl, don't waste your time, like. Find somebody who really wants to show up and who wants to be there for you because you'd be surprised. I feel like, I don't know, there's much more than what we think. And you want to be in a similar place. You don't want to start a relationship where you're on completely different pages. You know, obviously. Unless you're willing to make a change on your own life. Yeah, but clearly we don't know anything about how she's feeling, so she just doesn't know. Yeah. So our advice is to keep it moving. And yeah. if it's meant to be, when he comes back, you guys will find your way back together. Yeah, I think you should choose you mm-hmm. as he chose himself and work on yourself, everything. Because I feel like as women, we always have stuff we want to work on. So pick something and go hard at it. And, you know, if he is the one, he will make his way back. Right. Come back crawling and he'll be in your, you know, you'll have the ball be in your court on how it's going to go. And you won't be trying to, like, fit into his life. Yes. So let us know how it goes. And anyone who has a question, email us at youthinkyougrown at gmail.com, and we will answer them. Good luck, girl. I have a question for you. Sure. What is your favorite memory from your worst relationship? Mm, favorite memory? <sighs> from my worst From your worst relationship. Okay, I feel like... I gotta be honest, like, I feel like all my relationships have been good. I wouldn't say they're, they're, they're like, ones, like, But isn't the there one that, like, I feel like I when think they one say, that hurts you more. Yeah, I that's what I was that. just about to yeah, say, the one that think, hurt you the most. I don't think any of them were, like, bad. Like, I think they were all okay. Like, it just wasn't the timing, and, you know, we just weren't meant for each other. But I think the funniest thing is my ex-boyfriend, he played basketball in Germany, and I, like, stayed there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the funniest memory for me, and, like, just when we connected the most is when we lived together in Germany Mm -hmm. and we had to stay in a hotel for a few months and we literally had to sleep on a twin bed and he is six nine and I'm five nine. (laughs) I can't even imagine y'all sleeping on a twin bed. That shit was crazy. It was hilarious. And we did it for like a month. Like it was crazy. How did that even work? Girl, I, I still don't know. And girl, I'm thick. I am not a tiny girl, but I guess I was smaller then, and he's pretty skinny, so it worked out. Yeah, but what about the length? Girl, his legs was definitely hanging off, (laughs) and my leg was probably, like, on top of his legs. But that was the best memory. I mean, yeah. That's not even about him, though. What do you mean? I'm like, he's not in that memory (laughs) at all. It's the damn hotel. (laughs) How you erase him from the memory completely? Um, Yeah, no, I just, I don't really... I don't really ponder on things like that. Like, I feel like good times are good times. And I feel like every time was good. Like, we had fun. Like, we were like, I feel like in almost all of my relationships, I'm always friends with who I'm dating. Ooh, excuse me. So we always have a good time. So I can't really. 
can't really say. Like, I did date this one guy. He took me to this, like, amazing day spa. It's called Air. Mm -hmm. And I went for my birthday, and it was just so relaxing, so beautiful. And I really, really enjoyed that. That's, like, one of my fondest memories of just, like, someone who always catered to me and always was thinking of, like, how to make me feel good. So that was, like, one. Yeah. For me, um, it was toxicity. I feel like the most toxic relationships are the most fun. Really? Yeah, oh. like it's a thrill because you don't know what's going to happen or, you know, like you're you hate <laughs> them one minute and you love them the next or it's like Ugh, they haven't called me in a week and then they call you. You know, it's like that toxic roller coaster. It feels so good at on the highs and yeah. it's just horrible on the lows. Yeah, that's true. I don't miss that now. Yeah. Not at all. Actually, my college roommate was in town, and we were talking about how one of me and my college boyfriends, we were, like, having a fight. But it wasn't a physical altercation. It was more of, like, an energy altercation. Mm -hmm. And we were just, like, challenging each other the whole time. And it got to the point where I got so mad. I, like, ripped his, his like, he had joggers on, and mm -hmm. I ripped him off. Oh, like, my God. And I was just so mad. <laughs> and, like, th at the end, his pants were, like, Indian style. It was... <laughs> hilarious <coughs> but like, we look back and we both laugh at it and i'm just like yeah i was cuckoo imagine the things that we did before over men yeah because you're just like young and your emotions are running crazy like now i could care less like dude yeah go about your business like, like even it, when it comes to arguing happy. i'm like oh my god no mm -mm. It, it's if not I even worth it for me convince you about anything like forget it yep. like i'm actually getting yelled at right now <laughs> Sorry, I'm, like, looking at my text. I'm like, here we go. Yep. Can't do it. Yeah. So, I know it's summer and everyone's outside, but are you watching anything? Um, watching anything? What am I watching? I watched, I started watching The Shy, mm -hmm. which I liked. I love that show, too. It was good. Um, yeah. No, I watched Housewives. My mom said The Housewives of Potomac just came back out. Yep. So, they're good. Yeah, it is. Good. It started with the drama. It did. So I did yeah. watch a little bit of Married to Medicine too. I don't watch that. Everyone really? keeps telling me to I watch love it. it. They're I, so funny. I can't get into it. I don't know. I watched yeah. the L.A. the Married to Medicine L.A. Oh no, but no. I can't get into the other one, the Atlanta. Yeah, no, I like the Atlanta girls. They seem super like, um, like relatable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they just seem like your 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 auntie, your rich aunties. Right. Yeah. I've been watching, watching what um, everyone is talking about on social media, which is that new Netflix show, Sex Life. Oh, my God. I think I saw, like, a preview of that. What is that about? It's about this woman who... Wait, pause. Your ass always watches some sex shit. <laughs> Honestly, I'm doing it for Let the people. Let me find out. You're I'm doing, doing it for the culture. Yeah, I'm doing it for the podcast, y'all. Okay. Um, It's horrible. Honestly, don't watch. Okay. It's about a woman who is marrying, and I guess she's having postpartum about and like fantasizing about her ex. Mm. And so it's constantly like, is she gonna cheat? Is she not? Is she gonna cheat? Is she not? Mm. And it's the word. It just it's a mind fuck. Mm. And yeah, I'm not gonna spoil it for anybody, but we could do without. I feel like everyone was on social media more engrossed in the size of this dude's penis yeah. than the actual show. Have you? I think there's another show, Single Ladies, right? On Instagram? I don't know. Instagram be showing these previews, and you know I be logged into your app, child. When mm -hmm. I be at work, I be, like, tuning into certain things. I haven't but. heard about that. What is it? 
I can't really get into it either, but it just looks like um, it looks like a version of Girlfriends, but like the new age. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'd ha- I'll come back to you guys next week with the more details, but it just seems like something cute. And I've watched only like maybe two or three episodes. So I know a couple years ago there was a show, Single Ladies. I think on VH1, but like Queen Latifah was on there. Okay, or... maybe it's not called. Maybe it's called Single Life. Oh, I don't know. Single I to... Life. I yeah, might have heard I about have that. I to look on Instagram. Yeah, but I, I don't definitely know. Uh, found it on Instagram, and it, it's pretty cute. I'm gonna find the real name and get back to y'all. Yeah, but yeah, there's really nothing on TV. So if y'all have any recommendations, let me know. Yeah, because I'm always down to watch something. Yeah. Okay, but I do have something along this that whole um sex life topic mm-hmm. that I'm loving. Okay. It was on an Instagram ad. Of course. And I buy everything, so I had to buy it. And Mm. it is called a drip stick. Um, It's called After Sex Awkward Remover. Mm. It is for women. (laughs) And it's literally a stick. It comes in a box of 20 or whatever. And it's a stick to get all that out. All that what? (laughs) You know, stuff after you do the do so that (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how to say this pg so yeah and it works you guys i tried it it. it hurt no you literally put it up in there put it in a circle pull it out throw it away disgust i mean it's disgusting to walk around with that stuff in you yeah so Uh, there's nothing left there's nothing left you would think that like like, it's so annoying if you're like dripping later yeah you guys you have to buy this if you know you are having unprotected sex okay first of all no (laughs) you guys need to buy condoms and have safe sex if you're married, married If you're married and you hate that day after, night after, whatever feeling, and you're try dripstick, um, <laughs> it'll change your life. Yeah, we're not promoting um, unprotected sex. No. Way. We, if you're married like me, buy dripstick. You know, I know couples that are married that still use condoms because they the like the woman doesn't want to be on birth control or something. I don't know. I I never asked that deep into it, but I just know. That some of the married couples I know, they say they still use condoms. I know a lot of women don't, like, after they're done having kids, they might not want to get, like, Pregnant. get on birth control. Right. And the dude is like, I'm not getting a vasectomy. So right. what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. That's like a, oof. I don't know, y'all, child. I'm saved. <laughs> well, one day you'll need your stick and I got you. Ew. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a hard tampon it's literally a piece of sponge you guys or cotton whatever it is but it works so it's like a pad that touch water i mean um a tampon that touch water listen it's magical okay okay what new product have you been trying and loving you know what i i'm using everything but um i have to say this wine that we're drinking it's really, really good. Um, where'd you get it from? I got it from Cooper's Hawk. Mm-hmm. They just Scarletto? opened one. Yep, they just opened one in Morton Grove. I know, I need to go. And I've been there probably three times, and they opened like two months ago. So <laughs> I have to say I like it, but it's a little sweet for my liking. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I would add like something that's not as sweet. Yeah. It's from northern Italy. Okay. 
It's really good, and we need to go. Oh, it's a dessert wine. That's why. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no. So you need to have dessert. Like, you got me eating dessert wine with pizza, bro. Well, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's just delicious. Me and Megan need to just create our own rosé at this point. You know what? And we plan on doing it. We're yeah. planning a trip now, you guys. We're going to take you on the road to Napa. We are going. I'm pouring up. Yep. But, um... Is there anything else you want to tell the people? Um, let's see. I feel like so much has happened. I know. It's really hard to condense it into one episode mm-hmm. because it's been a while. We do want to let you guys know that we're changing up the format a little bit, though. We will not, sadly, be putting out weekly episodes. Yeah. Oh my we're God, that's way, way too much. busy. It's way too much for us. And we want to give you our best. Yes. When we're not exhausted and tired. So we're, we're, we're shooting for twice a month. Yeah, shoot. Maybe once. Because I am tired. Maybe once. Tired. <laughs> and I feel like it's just more juicy when you get to only hear us like a couple times. And I feel like have y'all all listened to all the previous episodes? Exactly. Like, y'all got some making up to do. Like I feel like so many people are on my back like, oh my God, why'd you guys stop? I'm like, have you listened to all every episode? Right. So, so you're going to get the best of us and you're going to get the goods once or twice a month. And yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. So glad to be back. It's, it was fun. Yes. And yeah, we'll talk to you guys soon. Yeah. So if you guys have any letters or anything, please don't hesitate to reach out. Some people write us on Instagram and you, mm-hmm. you, you think you grow on podcasts. Yep. Um, yeah. So just find us on your social handles. Reach out. Give us a follow. If you like this episode, shout it out on your Instagram page. Whatever. Comment on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Yes. Write us. We want to know your feedback. We want to know what you guys want to hear more of. I know yes. it's probably really helpful to hear Megan talk about like real estate. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we can talk about some grown shit. Exactly. So let us know. All right, y'all. Bye. Bye.